Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for all the good that we have experienced yesterday, for all the challenges you have helped us overcome, for all the miracles and wonders you have worked in our life. Many of those we often take for granted because they are part of our everyday existence. We forget that we are protected. We forget that you secure us. We forget that you have given us that roof over our head. For all our times, Lord, where we have forgotten you and we have forgotten to thank you, we ask for forgiveness. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise and we thank you, Lord. And we thank you for this opportunity to be with you. Where you call each of us by name. And we recognize and realize that unless you draw us near, we can't come to you. So we ask for that quickening in our spirit. Despite all our vulnerability, despite all our ways like sheep, where we tend to get or be led astray. And yet you call and you said, my sheep hear my voice. And we come to you. And you fill us with your peace and with your joy. That which no one else can give but no one else can take away either. And it is that peace and joy that helps us stay with you. You pour your revelation, your understanding, your, your knowledge from your word into us. So that as more and more of that revelation touches our lives, our testimony that comes out of it, our confession that we then release in faith, is what brings about manifestation. We share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We also share it with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer request made on this group, that your grace touch their lives. <clears throat> and with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap as you repair the breach in their wall, Father. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of the one who is ever faithful, who has carved us on the palm of his hand and will never forget us. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who makes the parched land a pool of water. And the thirsty land springs of water. The one who waits for our spoken word to breathe life into every dead bone circumstance that lies around us. And there are few that have been posted on our prayer group this day, Lord. We raise them up. And we speak our word. Recognizing your system of legal authorization is being activated in this prayer. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one, the word through whom all things are made possible, in whom there is light. And that same light, when we speak it over lives, brings transformation and renewal, brings restoration, brings miracles and signs and wonders when we speak it in faith. He is the Lord who heals. This is what your word in Isaiah 54 verse 10 says, and we hold on to that word. For he has paid the price for all our sin, for all our transgression. And it is out of that price that we have atonement. 
that there is liberation, that the captives are set free, so that when we then declare by your stripes and your wounds, Jesus, these your children are healed, that healing must take place. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of life and the spirit of truth, the scepter of this king of kings, the executor of the will of the father and every spoken word. The spirit of the living God. <clears throat> the one who quickens us. Who heals our backsliding. The one who makes the truth into a revelation that is settled within our hearts. That becomes flesh and dwells within us. That when we speak it, we speak it with that confidence, knowing that heaven and earth shall pass, but that word which is now revealed to us will never fail. That is what then further enforces the measure of faith that we have been given. Encourages us to speak. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with, your, with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. That you have blessed us with the gift of revelation. You have blessed us, Lord, with every spiritual gift that we need in the heavenlies. And we recognize that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine. You are able to make every grace abound towards us. And when you are our shepherd, guiding us by your crook and your staff, we shall not fear, we shall not want. Every need is met in accordance with your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. This is our confidence and this is our faith. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak. And every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. As also every person that is part of this prayer meeting or even prays with the recording. And every member of every family that is part of this prayer group that is called by your name, O Holy Spirit. We cover each one by the precious blood of Jesus that has won all victories. And we declare that as our hedge of protection, our spiritual barricade, that every force of wickedness that comes against it, let it be judged by the fire of heaven. In the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. Your holy and perfect will for all of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. We command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we herald the power in our word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this morning and throughout this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in accordance with the will of the Father in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. In the last two days, we have reflected on being 
a manager of our God given resources and to prosper. <clears throat> and then shaping our mindset and how that affects our faith and outcomes, our thought patterns. Today we continue on that series on self-development and I want to focus on laziness and procrastination. And to start it, we can sum it up. And I'd like to say that if a person is lazy or uncommitted or lukewarm or indifferent towards achieving any outcomes in their life, then all of these are essentially the same. And if you have any of these underlying issues with any of these, then you need to act quickly. If procrastination is a concern, we need to work against it to change that habit in our life. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 40 says, everything should be done in a fitting and in an orderly way. Is that what our activity, our nature looks like? <clears throat> Is that how we respond to various stimulus in, in our daily life? Where we are required to do certain things. And are we being lazy or are we procrastinating, pushing it ahead? Saying, I'll do that tomorrow. Are we trying to escape from doing things which we know that even though we bypass them, they still remain there and then when we come back, they are just there. Closing our eyes to a problem does not make it vanish. When we open our eyes again, it is still there. It won't move unless we move it. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4 says, Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. <clears throat> this refers to the lazy one who says, I'll start exercising next year. Definitely next January as part of my New Year's resolution. I'll start a new diet next month. I'll start this particular activity or habit that I'm required to form from Monday. That Monday never comes. That next season never comes. We keep looking at the clouds. We keep looking at the wind, hoping that season will change. And it does not change. The only one that can ever change it is we ourselves. Unfortunately, that season is not external. It depends on us. When the right time actually to decide on anything, we think, let that season change. And then we will decide. The right time to decide is now. And the change of that season is this decision. Proverbs 20 verse 4 answers such people by saying, sluggards do not plow in season. And so at harvest time, they look but they will find nothing. Is that what is happening with us? Where when it was time to sow something in the right time, we ignored it. 
And now we are hoping that somehow from somewhere there will be an outcome. Is that happening in our personal life as well? Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he will direct our path. And more often than not, we do not ask him to direct at the start. We do not acknowledge him. And so we act without that wisdom, that divine direction. And then when things go wrong, we're sort of turning back to God and saying, where are you? Have we missed that initial season of acknowledging him? If we are making that mistake, it is time to realize and wake up. Proverbs 18 verse 9 says, Whoever is slack in his work is a brother or to him who destroys. So being lazy or slack is equated to being one who destroys. Unfortunately, the one being destroyed there is you yourself. <coughs> Apostle James says that laziness is actually a sin. Look at James 4 verse 14 and what it says. It says, if anyone knows the good they ought to do and then they don't do it, it is sin for them. This is not only towards yourself but towards others as well. When you know that there was certain good you could do to help someone and you didn't, you ignored it. What else does the Bible say here? <clears throat> Proverbs 10 verse 4 says, Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Proverbs 12 verse 24 says it slightly differently. Diligent hands will rule, but lazy, laziness ends in forced labor. You see on the one hand, it ends in forced labor and on the other hand, it says it brings poverty. So being poor and under forced labor is a miserable situation to be in. But are we pushing ourselves down that pathway, one-way road? Where you end up working for someone and then in the conditions that we don't like, Are we making ourselves like the prodigal son? There's a lot of it that is reflected in that story there when we look at these verses. And if we don't like it, then the one that must take action is you yourself, no one else. Proverbs 14 verse 23 says, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Note that this verse says all hard work with no exceptions, all hard work brings profit. But those who only talk big and then don't follow through, don't take actions, won't reap that benefit. That season of reaping does not come for them. Are we like that or is there someone in our family that is like that where you note that they're always talking a lot. But then there is no work following through it, with it. We need to change that habit. Now here's another one. Proverbs 21 verse 17. Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. 
again reflecting on the nature of the prodigal son while he was living that life of debauchery. It starts with this, where they start to love pleasure and then eventually ends up with the person being worked under forced labor like we saw in Proverbs 12.24 and ending up in poverty like Proverbs 10 verse 4. Those that love spending lavishly on eating and drinking and enjoying themselves all the time, partying all the time, without a mindset of savings and of investment. This verse, Proverbs 21 verse 17, is biblical advice for them. There might be a few around you in your friend circles or even extended family circles. This is biblical advice to be shared with them. Now, sum it up by Paul's advice that he gives in Ephesians 5, verse 15 to 17. He says, be very careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And then verse 17, he says, therefore, do not be foolish but understand what the Lord's will is. Now we have seen what that will is two days ago. When he created us as managers of the earth realm. In Genesis 1 verse 26, he went on two verses later to say, be fruitful and multiply as that manager. Do not be lazy or uncommitted, or lukewarm, or indifferent towards your own future. The call here is wake up. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for that grace for each of us to reflect on our own lives and those of our family members, our friend circle, so that whatever you point out to us in our life, that aligns with laziness and must leave. We do not conform to those ways of the world, but we renew our mind on your word and be transformed by that wisdom, by that light that you shine into our lives. So those ways of darkness can be cast out, can be rejected, and they have no power and no more place in us. And as the body of Christ, we be transformed into a body of light. A person that lives by wisdom coming from the word. That we meditate on that word and observe to do according to all that is written in it. That we reject and remove laziness from our lives and we take control, we take responsibility for ourselves and that of our families. In Proverbs 13 verse 4, Father, you have said, a diligent soul shall be made fat. Through that wisdom, help us be diligent in our ways. I ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. 
We pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day that will undergo any kind of procedures. Lord, we lift up Selena, this young girl, your child. And as we call on your name in faith, we declare her as a daughter of Abraham, a beneficiary of your covenanted blessings. And we call on your name, Lord, in that faith, based on what your word in Joel 2 says, that every call shall not go unheard, it shall not end up in shame. We declare healing over our lives. We declare restoration this day. We declare a manifestation of your mercy. And we ask for a quickening of not only this girl, but her entire family in faith. That that entire family be brought into your kingdom this day through that mercy and grace that you shower on this family and their lives. We pray also for all other families that are battling any kind of challenges causing division or separation. Any attempt to steal the peace, joy and love from their lives, from their home. We come against it by the blood of Jesus and declare that victory. We curse, reject and rebuke every such spirit of division and cast them out of these homes in the name of Jesus. For what you have joined together, Father, let no man and no spirit separate. Everything that goes against your will, we curse it in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially those battling with addictions any kind of compulsive behaviors. And we pray for liberty through your light, Father, on all Christians that are living in poverty, in ignorance, that are living in prayerlessness and in busyness. That there be transformation, that there be a quickening, that there be a revival in each of these lives this day. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved. Quicken them, Father, that they shall call on your name and they are delivered. Father, I thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement this morning. When we release it in the spirit, that prayer will always come back as an answered manifest prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. In praying of tongues, those that are asking for that gift, praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you're asking it with the intention of intercession. Let us now pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Canto Catalyst, <laughs> 
In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we say, Amen, Lord. Let it be so. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Jeremiah 17, verse 10. I, the Lord, search the mind and test the heart to give to every person according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Hebrews chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. 
where it is written. It's quoted from the NIV. And it says, we want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end. So that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. And a second one is quoted from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, taken from the NIV again, where it is written, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. you are being blessed by these reflections as well as brother Savio's reflections that he posts on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page as well, and on our Telegram group, please use any of those channels and share them with your family and your friends. Also a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. It is a fifth part in our series on changing the scene and shaping the unseen, a very powerful series on reflecting in the spirit realm where we will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with your natural eye. There have been some wonderful learnings there that will help our personal faith and our prayer life. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We shall share that message on our Facebook page and on our Telegram page this morning. We'll also post it on our YouTube channel. Please share those with family and friends and invite them to come. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Russell.